Jeff here. Thanks for listening. Go to playvolutionhq.com slash ccbag or click the link in the show notes for the show's archives, ways to connect, ways to support the show, information about happy hour, and more. podcast that's going to ask you if you want to be a senator or a merfolk. Um, so with me, Clivette, we're going to get into a, a, a real topic in a little bit, uh, but I, I got to ask, um, which would you rather be, a minotaur, minotaur horse lady person or a, a, a mer lady? Um, what's your what's your choice? I know because you um, shared over Playhaven, so, yeah. so I, 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 I wanna, know, but let listeners know. I want to be both. So you I want to be Yep, a mermaid in the water, but then what is it called? Centaur? Yeah. On land. So I want to be a transformer mermaid. Or I, I mean, I think that sounds that sounds pretty powerful. <laughs> so, but I've I've got questions now about that transforming. So okay. um you're you're out, you're you're out for a walk in the neighborhood with the kids and uh, somebody down the street's got a a sprinkler going I you live in California I don't know if you can have sprinklers yeah. um but uh uh the, the the hose is going you get sprayed with water do you just transform to a mermaid there on the sidewalk no I'm gonna have to be like fully submerged in water in order to become a mermaid so I think a few you know water drops I'll be fine Sure. So like, like you, you you get stuck in a rainstorm and you won't just transform and, and just lay there flopping. No, I mean, no, that would, when, I'm, uh, when uh, is it going to rain here? So yeah, yeah that's true. So um, at home in, in the bathtub, um, first, you're, you're going to have to remodel at home. You're going to have to get a, a horse sized yeah. bathtub um, for one thing, or, or your husband's going to have to hose you off in the driveway or something. But uh, <laughs> that's something to think about. Um, but so if you take a bath, you probably transform, but a shower, you don't. Yeah. Is that what the situation is? Hmm. Oh, I mean... Maybe. <laughs> I only take showers. I didn't think about this this far. Okay, Jeff. I thought it was just, you know, <laughs> we're going fully. Like, do you have a whole scenario like the mushrooms? Everyone is this like well, centaur or mermaid or am well, I the only I, one? I mean, no, I'm asking, I'm asking everybody so far, <laughs> but uh, I mean, Sam, she wanted to be a, she wanted to be a horsey girl because she thought her having the hoofs would be really nice and it'd make a great sound and and that kind of oh. stuff. But I kind of I kind of like the okay. I kind of like the transformer thing because that gives you the best of both worlds. Yeah, I mean, when you asked me, my question was like, well, how fast would I swim when I'm like in my horse body in the sure. water? That's why sure. I was like, well, what if I can have both? Yeah, and how how long does the transformation swimmer. take? So you you jump in. I want to say instantly. Yeah. So you, 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 you so you like uh, you're you're at, you're at a pool and there's a diving board and you get out there in your little your little horse body and mm -hmm. uh, and do some some fancy horse dive and as soon as you hit the wadi, boom, mermaid. 
Yes. Oh man, that sounds that does sound pretty cool. I mean, your your kids would probably love it. Um, they'd be bringing you to school oh, for show and tell and stuff. Yeah. It would be great. Um, so we're gonna get to the top. One more thing, I gotta I gotta tell the listeners about this. So the other night, I had to uh, um, go out and buy drugs for my wife. Uh, uh, Tasha was she was she kind of mentioned that she needed a fix um, in the morning and that she was gonna take care of it and. Uh, and uh, and then she didn't. Then it's the evening, and she's she's looking all twitchy. So uh, so I, after I'd already settled in for the evening, I had to had to had to put myself together for going out in public, and I had to uh, had to go buy coffee. Oh my gosh! She needed she she was going to be twitching the next morning if she didn't have her have her caffeine. So uh, luckily the store was still open, and I didn't have to just go stand out on the street corner and try to try to get it so uh um and, and, but then then she i said like which coffee do you want she's like oh and she tells me the color of the package and uh mm-hmm. i get to the store and there's like the they are that that company has all of their their packages of coffee are the same color and 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 like there's 14 of them which and so um there was frantic husband uh text messaging going on in the grocery store because uh apparently i'm not capable of just going and buying coffee so uh that was my sounds like you i don't know if you've ever been sent out on a mission to buy um any tampons or pads so i think that's there the the coffee situation it's like there's so many choices just like that like which one you know how are they different like i i have been sent on that i have been sent on that mission for both my wife and daughter um i think once for both at the same time because (laughs) you women are freaky with your your sinking stuff and but in, in, in that situation i made sure i had i had detailed notes before before I went because that that is a complicated aisle in the grocery store um the yeah coffee or the other one well I mean both of them <laughs> both of them I, I try to stay out of both of those aisles um but uh but I, I lived through it um so let's get into this topic um yep. so listeners this came about uh Clevette she she posed first she sent me a uh, uh, hit the hit listener hotline with this idea, and I was like, "Ooh, tell me how that turns out." And then she posts about it over at uh, at Playhaven, and uh, instead of doing listener comments and talking about her thing with somebody else, I thought it would be better if we we had her on the show and and we talked about the situation. So, uh, what's up? All right, I don't even know where to start. Um, I think I first called the hotline during during summer sure so what july or something yeah i've been holding all all of this stuff in since that that time um okay i've been working at my school or job for two years technically but this is my third school year there um and i was hired my position was part-time um, and, but I was being paid, um, or like salary based. So I was paid for 12 whole months. Um, and then, then it was divided monthly. So this past summer, um, we teachers, all the preschool teachers where I work, we got an email saying that, that we, you know, 
when we were available because they wanted to set up a meeting. And I was just kind of like, well, what is this meeting about? And then um, the HR person let me know that it was a meeting for air quotes, employee classification. So then I was like, oh, some something's changing. Am I getting fired? Like, are we getting a fancy meeting so I can get fired or what, what's happening? Um, and I think I already knew that I already knew what that meant. I was like, okay, something about my position or, you know, whatever this is like is, is going to change. Something's, something's happening. Um, so then right away I was like, okay, I'm either going to get a raise and I'm going to be happy about it or something's changing in a way that I'm not going to be happy about it. That's why there's this meeting that being honest could have just been a freaking email. Um, but yeah, so before that I was just kind of like asking questions like, okay, what is this meeting about? These are the times that I'm available. Um, and once I kind of got an idea of what it was going to be about, um, I started doing my research and I looked up all the um, like salaries um, for similar or same positions that I'm in in the area um, and specifically in the same school district where in the city that I work in. I work mm -hmm. in a private school, so it's not um, connected to the school district at all. Um, so I, you know, pulled out, you know, that information. And I, that's where I also learned that um, certain agencies have to um, legally share their uh, salary information about their employees every year. So um, that helped me a lot in getting more like ammo and tools and knowledge about like, oh, okay, am I, am I being underpaid? Am I being like, quote, overpaid compared to other teachers in, you know, different areas? Mm -hmm. um, I also, I, I kind of learned a lot. I don't even know what to say at this point. Um, I learned how much everyone in like the superior positions at my work earn, because that's another thing that has to be reported to the public. So I learned their salary information going back like at least five years um and i was just i had a list of questions um i even saved them with me um because i was like oh maybe i'll read some of them but um and some of these questions like were very general like how you know like what's going to happen to to the pay like how are you deciding this like what is this based on like why are you starting at this number or what's the range if it's a range like are you sharing it with everyone are you going to update your employee handbook and things like that so um when like i said earlier about the meeting and me feeling like it should have been an email i think that the people at the meeting were not very well prepared for the amount of questions that they were going to be receiving. Um, I'm not sure if I'm the only one who was kind of like, okay, let me start with my questions. Um, it kind of felt like it. 
because everyone uh -huh. was just kind of like unhappy about it, but they signed the new contract that we had to sign in order to keep getting paid. And it's not even a contract actually, it's an agreement. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I felt, I just remember after that meeting, I felt very frustrated and angry and um, like unhurt or kind of dismissed. Mm -hmm. um, the questions I was asking, like they didn't have the answers to. And it was, it was simple questions like, if my agreement says I'm only working for 10 months, does that mean that I'm eligible and I can apply for unemployment during the summer breaks? Um, just things like that, that could have been thought of beforehand weren't, or maybe this was also so new to them that they hadn't even gotten there yet. Sure. Um, so, so basically you're, you're, you're on salary and basically the, the meeting was, Hey, we're making you guys hourly or is that what it was? Yeah. Oh yeah. I should have specified. Yeah. So it was, it was a group mm -hmm. meeting with the whole staff or was it individual meetings with people? It was individual meetings and they told us like, this is, you know, our employee, we're trying to follow laws and we, ha we've been trying to push it and, you know, um, pushing it back as much as we could, but now we have to follow it. And I, I'm not going to say that there's no law because I don't know how to find what exactly they were talking about. Like, mm -hmm. what law are you talking about? Um, but they basically said that um, teachers, preschool teachers um, are seen in the eyes of the California like Department of Education or whatever, whoever it is, we're not seen as like quote teachers. We're still under the cat category of child or daycare workers. Mm -hmm. So I guess because of that, we have to be paid hourly because I'm sure it is true for many people that they've been underpaid, like, you know, overworked, taken advantage of and probably worked so much and they were never really um, compensated for what they've worked, which I understand because I, I think that time that I was working, a lot of the times I was doing work, I was staying past my schedule time. So technically I was working for free. I was working at night. I was working at home, like during the weekend. So there was never really that like distinction of like, okay, I'm working and this is where it's going to stay or like I'm home and I'm not bringing any of it. Yeah, um, and I think a lot of a lot of people in the early learning profession find themselves doing that. I back in my director days, I was working, I was getting paid for forty hours a week, and I was working sixty hours a week plus. Um, so, I mean, when you're a caregiver, you like to take care of things, and you want everything to be done, and so you you go the extra mile. At least a, a lot of people do. So when this this email comes out. Um, it's, it's like a group email to everybody. So were you like, uh, were you like messaging with coworkers? Like, Hey, what's up? What's going on? Did you know gossip or were you keeping it all, keeping it all uh, down? Yes and no. Like I immediately reached out to my friend and I was like, Hey, like, did you get this email? Or I reached out to my, um, I didn't reach out to my supervisor, but I asked her the next day in person and I'm like, Hey, mm -hmm. I got this email. Like, what's this about? Um, so, um, I knew that other people had reached out to her and asked her the same thing. Like, what, what is this meeting about? Like what's happening? Um, 
so she was able to kind of tell us like, oh, like, you know, something's going to change, but like she didn't really give us the answer directly, but, mm -hmm. you know, was kind of hinting at things. Um, but yeah, basically we, I, we went from like 30 plus hours part-time salary to now like um, 10 month full-time, um, you know, 40 hours a week. Um, but only across 10 months. And that was another issue that I was really like angry about because they're, I think they, the way that they were approaching this was like, well, now you're working 40 hours. So you're actually going to get paid more and your check's going to be more. And my, like the way that I still feel is like, well, yes, that those are, all facts, you're right. However, it's only based on 10 months. That means that that extra money that I'm supposedly getting now, I'm not really going to have access to because now I have to put it all away to save for those two months. So you see, you can live for those two months. Yes. Oh, and then another thing that I was super pissed about was before I probably took you know, took it for granted now that I kind of, in retrospect, I can look back and say like, oh, you know, I, sh I was really privileged in that sense. Like I was paid for the whole week of Thanksgiving that we were off, which I learned I'm still going to get anyway. I was paid through like almost like two weeks of winter break that the school closes. Um, but now I'm not. Before I used to get paid for the week off of spring break, but now I'm not. So just kind of those little things that I think I definitely do. I mean, I knew that were nice, but once I started getting used to it, I never thought that it would change. And now that it has, of, yeah, I, yeah, I did. And now I'm just like, well, shit, like, that's like, what am I going to do? Like, that's, you know, a lot, like our winter break is almost three weeks. That's, and then plus spring break, that's a whole month. So it's like technically three months that I have to actually save up for, not uh -huh. just the two months over the summer. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, well, no, it's not really more money because I still have to save that money and make it last across three months. It's a so bigger I'm, check, but it's not more money. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, so that was my argument and that's what I was really pissed about and I was just kind of like, well, it's easy for you to say that to me when you're earning over, you know, almost $400,000 a year. Like, yes. Um, and I'm just like, well, you know, to you, it's like chum change. Like, oh, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll, but when you're not living it, like you don't really realize kind of like for me, how I was getting paid through winter break and spring break and I know of other people who don't and I'm just kind of like oh well you know that's too bad like because it wasn't my problem I didn't have to deal with it but now I do so I'm like shit yeah yeah um look I'm sure the the early learning administrator making 400 grand a year is worth every every penny but my experience is over the years, I've met plenty of management level people working in education 
who are overpaid and underworked. And that is detrimental because one, it creates plenty of animosity between them and the direct care staff. Uh, but, but two, it also sucks up a lot of agency resources that could be used yeah. to better take care of the direct care staff. Um, programs need to be administered, but over the last 20 or 30 years, the, the bureaucratic level that, that, that strata has grown so much across education, not just in early learning, but across education uh, period, we've got more and more administrators. I mean, uh, you look at college campuses nowadays too, and there's more and more administrators um, pushing mm -hmm. paperwork and uh, cash and big checks. And that's, I mean, that, that salary for that person, it's not even an administrator. Like um, it's, it's like the main wolf. So Damn. Well, yeah, <laughs> good, good, I know. Good, good gig to have. Um, yeah. So was, was getting an email saying, Hey, we got to have this meeting. Is that, I mean, that sounds like it's a, what, what day a week does that, does that email come out? That was okay. So we usually sign our next school year's agreement, like between like March or April. So I had already a signed agreement for this school year that just mm -hmm. started. And I was just like, well, what the hell, what happens to that? And they're like, oh no, well now that's void. Like, no, that's not good anymore. Like we're going based off this now. Um, and, and I, I mean, there was a lot, I was really, I was fucking pissed. Okay. Sure. I, that's all I can say. Um, but I, I said, I'm, well, I need some time. I'm not signing this. Like, you know, and you can give me all the information you can give me because I was asking like for like the salary step ladders. I was asking for the pay ranges. I was asking for all these things. And they were just kind of like the look on their face. They were just like, oh shit. I don't think that they anticipated anybody not conforming. And uh -huh. I, I think that's very much the culture that I've experienced, like you say what I do with a smile on your face because I'm asking you too nicely. But if there's any pushback, like that's not okay. Um. So, so the look on their face was, oh shit, she did some homework. I yeah. <laughs> so then I I ended up, you know, that let's say that meeting was like. Monday or Tuesday by Thursday or Friday I sent this essay long email to the main people and I was like I'm not signing this agreement this is why and I will gladly sign it if you give me this number but if not then I'm not sure and like and I said like if you give me this then that shows that you're willing to not just pay like teachers, but it also shows that you're willing to retain these teachers. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, this person was on vacation. So then I had to wake the whole week. Um, so I, that was a whole week of them waiting for an signed agreement or for me saying no. 
and it was really scary. I was very, I was scared. I was nervous. Um, I was anxious. I couldn't sleep. I was like having nightmares um, to meet with this person, you know, and I, I think through this whole time, like I was really leaning on like administration and my immediate like boss who still mm -hmm. has a boss who I was going to meet with. Um, and I told her like, this is how I feel like I just, you know, if, if I just sign it, I feel like I'm, I, I feel like I'm selling out to myself. Like I can't just sign it without really saying what I need to say and without pretty much putting up a fight. Like, you know, if, if I go and ask for something and I'm turned down, then screw it. I'm still on the same boat, but I'm not going to just sign it knowing that I could have somehow change the outcome of things and not just for me, but for everybody. Um, so I, you know, then, um, one of the person's assistant reached out to me to set up a meeting in person. And then I had to wait for that. So then by that time I was like really digging into like how much people make, how much people, like how much people make at my work, how much mm -hmm. those people actually get paid. Um, how much teachers make in that school district, like without a BA, with a BA, like with a master's um, and just really comparing everything and, and doing my work. Um, and I was learning, I was like fucking reading assembly bills and like Senate bills about like, I went in hard, Jeff. I was like, did you, did you have a bulletin board set up or on the walls? You had things taped up and, and yes, I had yarn yarn. going back and yes. forth, like, uh, like you're, you're tracking a murderer or something. Yeah. It, yeah. I almost got good, to that. Good. Good. That's good. <laughs> I can picture that. That's great. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, That's why so that then, wall's empty. Cause I took yeah, that all down. Yeah, just cleaned, just cleaned it down. Yeah. So, yeah. so how'd the next meeting go? Well, you finally met with the, yep. the so I, I walked in and I don't know. I don't know if it was just me, but as soon as I saw this person's like body language, I was like, oh, this is not going to go how I want it to go. Um, and it just started off with like, you know. Is, is this a person you've had any regular contact with or is this somebody that's not in your orbit? I mean, I see this person, like this person knows who I am. You know, I sometimes we greet each other whenever we see each other but the way that our campus is set up it's like elementary school is on this side and preschool is on this side so really there's not any daily contact it's like very rare um so maybe that also had something to do with it that there was no previous like connection um like there um, and I felt, I felt, I felt so nervous. I was shaking. I can feel like the adrenaline in my body. Um, and this and, is the human resource person? No, this is the, the main oh, wolf. The, the yeah. Big, okay. A big, a big wolf. So I was like, oh shit, like this is real. Um, and, um, it kind of started like your usual meetings do with like beating around the bush bs of you know we value you we care about you we want you to stay this whole stuff but i was just kind of like well we can just kind of get to what we're here for 
Um, and in my email, I had written about how, although I didn't attend a prestigious college or university, that I worked really hard for everything that I have now and all the experience that I have now. And that's what this person decided to start with, um, kind of by saying like, no one's, no one, no one's asked me where I've gone to school in a really long time. And to me, it doesn't really matter what education you have, but what you do with it. I agreed, like that is true. Just because, you know, you went to some, you know, Ivy League school doesn't mean that, you know, it's going to make you somehow a better whatever it is that you're doing. Sure. Um, but I also, um, I, I also think that this person didn't, this person is a white man. I don't think that they really understand what education means to someone. <laughs> Not you, Jeff. Another yeah, white man. I'm a, I'm a white man. <laughs> I mean, well. I'm, I'm both of those things. Yes. So I don't think this, who comes probably from, you know, as a white man, you know that you are a lot more privileged than other people, especially, you know, women, like, and, and the way that I've grown up in my family and our history and our culture, like to us, like fam, um, education is everything. So I felt like a little dismissed by him saying like, well, education is nothing, but I'm like, well, no, like so many people come to this country just to give their children that, like, don't just say that it doesn't mean anything because to some people it does. Um, but anyway, that I think at that point I was just like, I was really like really angry and I felt like I couldn't really just be myself. Mm -hmm. I felt like I had to kind of be fake and like pretend to be this professional person that I'm usually not and I could kind of feel the tear the tears like building in my eyes and I was just like telling myself you better not fucking cry because if you cry this man is going to think that he's fucking bigger than you and that he's stronger than you and this is not gonna look good and I normally don't say that to anybody, like crying is okay. And it doesn't mean anything. It's a normal wait, human wait, reaction. Wait, I got I to do a timeout because I almost cried the <laughs> other day. And uh, because this has come up in the podcast, you know, we've had some, we've had some episodes, we talked about crying and I've, I've recently mm -hmm. said that, you know, I just don't you know, I cried remember the last time, time I cried yeah. and, and I almost cried the other day. Um, Why? Well, okay, so I was rewatching all of the uh, Daniel Craig, James Bond movies. I don't know who Daniel Craig is, but James Bond, you know, sure. Okay, so well, <laughs> the the latest James Bond, right? And so okay. in the 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 last the last Daniel Craig James Bond, he 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 dies, and he's he's saving the world, and and he's he's saying goodbye to his baby mama and his baby, and and I felt myself <laughs> tearing up, and I'm I'm like. Oh, wow. fuck, I could cry. And so I really, I spent a couple of minutes really trying to cry during that scene so I could say on the podcast that, hey, guys, I finally cried, <laughs> but it didn't, it didn't happen because. Did uh, the tear come out of your eyeball? No, no, I was oh. trying to, I was trying to so squint. you were just teary eyed. I was trying to, I was trying to force <laughs> them out, but, uh, but uh, it didn't, it didn't happen because I don't know if I was. I, I thought I would be embarrassed in front of James Bond or something or or what, but uh, 
anyway, it was I was very vulnerable for a for a couple of moments, but didn't. didn't I think that counts. I, I I'm no, gonna I, say it no, does count. If there's not eye leakage, it's not crying. I don't know. I mean, really? That's like saying you're holding in your diarrhea. So if it didn't come out, it's not diarrhea. Well, I think that's true too. I think if it doesn't <laughs> look, if there's not. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, Pam. Um, I know. Uh, I didn't think I, I, I would argue that it's not diarrhea until it comes out. Okay. It's just internal. Okay. Okay. Fine. I don't know. I, I, okay. Okay. Well, back, back to topic. Well, you're trying not disagree. to, there, there's the, the, the mean white guy and you're trying not yeah. to cry. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, you better not is, was he, cry. Is he, is, he, is he an old white guy too? Yes. Uh, see us old white guys. I mean, look, there is a lot of privilege, but the other, the other side of it is everything is our fucking fault. So, um, that is true. There's that side of it too. So we gotta, we gotta carry that weight <laughs> on our shoulders. So, oh um, my God. So is this guy, is he, is he like, really, is he like a dick or is he just doing his job? I don't want to say anything. I don't know. Okay. I don't know okay. the person as an individual. Sure. Okay. Like, yeah. And I don't really have a lot of interaction in our workplace. So I've got no idea. Sure. Sure. Um, but so how the I was go? just like, at that point, I was just like, I just kind of blanked everything out. And I took a deep breath. And I was just like, all right, like, this is, you know, not going how I planned, like, the, everything that I did isn't working. And I really tried fucking hard, Jeff, like, I, you know, was standing up for myself, I was seeing things like, well, you know, according to this or blah, 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 or this is how this place does it or, you know, yada, yada, but everything was just getting shut down. Like what, you know, this person um, literally said like, I can't, what did he say? I'm looking at my notes. Cause I even fucking wrote something. Hold on. Let me look for it. Something about like, there's no, I can't find a reason that justifies um, why I should pay you more. And when he said that, and I was like, really? Like, you have no idea what the fuck we do all day. Like, you think that, and you as a whole, like, a lot of people think that everything's easy peasy, which sometimes it is. But a lot of the times, like, your name is called like 800 million times a day. You have to put all your feelings aside. Like, you have to guide and support and, like, teach not only adults I mean children but they're adults sure. and the children and it's really emotionally exhausting um but it's also so, so rewarding um but yeah I was just like you motherfucker fuck you like just all these things through my head and you, you didn't just, say you didn't say that out loud no, I didn't. No, I probably said it with my probably, face. Though. That's probably good. Yeah, yeah. You probably said it said it with your face. That's good. I probably said it with yeah. my face. And you know, the, you know. Uh oh, you froze. No. Are you? Oh, back? You, can, <laughs> you can still hear me. Yeah. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I'll do a little bit of an edit there. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, that was kind of funny. So, so you're like, um, you're like, boss guy, I need more money. He's like, no, I can't figure out a reason I should give you more money. 
Yeah, I, I'm not paying you as much as I'm paying teachers who've been here longer than you, mm -hmm. um, because that's what I'm paying other teachers. And I was just like, all right, well, and I was just kind of like, well, I'm not like, I don't agree with what you're offering me and you're refusing to negotiate with me. Like you're not even willing to give me one cent. Nope. Like, I'm sorry, I can't do that. And I think it was a the like no feeling like fake I'm sorry that I just kind of threw me over the edge. And um and then they even said like, well, you know, maybe next year. But you know, actually I can't even promise that. So yeah. I'm, you know, and I was just like, okay. And this kind of it kind of get getting like he kept trying to prolong the meeting, but I I just straight up said, well, it doesn't matter what I tell you or what I say or what I present to you because you've already made up your mind. So mm -hmm. I'm done talking about this because no matter what I say, it's going to be no. So I guess we're done. And um, I think even that was just kind of like, oh, how dare you like end the meeting like um, and, you know, he was kind of saying like, oh, well, there's any anything else that you want to talk about? And I was like, actually, sure. I'd love to talk about, you know, tuition remission for teachers or employees who are full time. Like, you know, why should I continue to pay for tuition if, you know, your elementary side, your full time employees don't pay anything? So why should preschool teachers continue to pay? And, you know, they're like, oh, well, the board decides and yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I'd love to join your board, your next board meeting. And I'd really love to, you know, bring this topic up with them and just really listen to the meeting. That's not how we usually handle things here. And I said, well, maybe we need to start updating all these things because just how you have to follow new laws, maybe you have to change new things around here, too. Well, um, uh, you know, just kind of that awkward stammering of. What, what was this guy wearing? <laughs> I don't know. Classes. Did, did he have a Did he have a tie on? I don't think that day. Okay. Does he wear ties on a regular basis? Yeah. Uh, I cannot. I cannot trust guys that wear ties on it. <laughs> Look, if you're if you're a dude and you wear a tie in the on a regular basis, I've got I've I've got no use for you. You don't do you don't do useful work. Um, is that is that biased? Um, sure, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, I mean, come on. Um, anyway, yeah. um, so yeah. um, so meeting ends. You walk out upset. He walks out mm -hmm. um, annoyed. And he with stays you. in his office. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like. Okay, well, that's it. And does, does he does he have a what's his office like? Does he, does he have a plant in his office? I don't know. Goldfish? No. Uh, hmm. Oh, my eyes twitching. When he wears ties, is, does he does he wear does he wear Ellie stylish ties or does he wear those uh those those it's funny like, ties? You don't pay attention. I don't think I've ever seen a funny tie. It's just like okay, solid colors. Just solid, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But so maybe happens, actually. Yeah. You have to, you see, see, you 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 should have you should have uh <laughs> you should have stalked him a little bit more. Um 
So what happened? I, is, I mean, I wanted did you sign, to. But... Did you sign? Did you sign? Long story short, I did. Um, I had like a total existential crisis after this meeting, and I felt like I felt really conflicted, and I felt really confused because I felt like if I signed, I was kind of turning my back on me and like what I believe in, and like standing standing up for myself, or like kind of asking questions and asking why or just those things and I felt like if I signed then I would kind of turn my back on doing all that but then I had to just kind of realize like okay I'm feeling all this because things didn't go my way or how I planned or how I wish that they would have turned and that's okay like I am technically still paid more than preschool teachers like in the city that I live in um but I also don't like that that's constantly dangled in my face. Um, kind of like, oh, well, well, we pay you more than at other places. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it feels kind of like, well, you have this. So where, where are you going to go? Like, you're not going to get, you know, that kind of vibe. So I was, uh, but whatever. Um, I still, I think besides all that, I still felt like really proud of myself, um, especially because in my life, I haven't had like the chances to kind of stand up to somebody who is like, you know, part of authority or like someone who's like in power or whatever. So it felt really fucking good to just do all those things and just ask questions and not give up when people get uncomfortable with me asking questions sure were you were you you nervous walking in were you like uh was your belly full of butterflies or oh yeah oh yeah yeah. my palms were sweating my heart was racing like I felt the adrenaline like my legs felt shaky so I definitely like felt all those physical symptoms of like what I was feeling emotionally but I also felt at the same time like I still felt really proud and like Mm -hmm. brave and strong um and I was like fuck yeah like I'm doing this like you can't stop me like um and I was the only one who asked for a meeting like I was the Uh only one who said I'm not gonna sign this like I want to talk about this so and and what were your were your were they just like and doesn't matter if we rock the boat or they don't want to rock the boat or they're just like I don't know I can't speak for them. I have no idea. And I didn't, I didn't really share with anybody until like kind of after. And that's when I, you know, people started talking about it and they were just kind of like, Oh, how did your meeting go? Or how was it? Or how's it going? And I was just kind of like, well, um, this happened or like, I don't know, or blah, blah. So it was, I hope that I kind of empowered people and encouraged people to keep asking questions and I hope whoever is listening to it and, you know, this episode and is kind of going through similar things, I hope that they're also empowered and feel like, well, it is our right to ask questions. Like no one can stop us from asking questions. Um, and I don't think it's okay for administration or, you know, the wolves where you work, like for them to get upset or bothered when you ask questions too, because it's your fucking right to ask questions. Like you should be asking questions. Um, 
And, and yeah, I think I'm just done with like being pushed around and like just conforming and being like, mm, okay, I'll do it, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I, I signed, I moved to a different classroom. Um, you know, school started, this is my first full week back. So technically school started for us last week. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. I, I wrote in my notes, like I kept, I keep reminding myself that not so many people at my work have stood up against the wolves and remain standing. So I made it also a point, like after everything was said and done, we have meetings that are so boring and pointless and dumb um, for two weeks. And I made it a point to constantly make eye contact with this person or to like purposely go and, and like do those stupid ass icebreakers with this person. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that this person kind of knew I was doing it on purpose because they were like very short and just would kind of find a reason to walk away from me. Um, but that's fine. I kind of want them to know, like, I'm not going to take this shit or any shit. Like, yeah, but yeah. So, so what's the long term? You 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 planning on you you plan on um, staying there? Or is there going to be a bad taste, and you're going to start looking for for something else? Or you? That's what I was. About repercussions? What? That's that's one of the like concerns I shared with my boss, and I told her like I'm I'm scared. Like, does this mean that my agreement is not going to be renewed for next school year? Like, if I still am here, because who knows what will happen, you know, sure. in nine months from now. Um, but, I mean, I'm always looking for different positions. I know that I don't want to stay in the classroom forever. But, like I've shared with you, I just want to open up my own school. Like, I also want to, like, mentor teachers in some sort of way. Um, I actually joined a few of the meetings for like the CAAUIC, like public policy stuff, because mm -hmm. I felt like, I think I really needed to redirect a lot of the anger and frustration I was feeling and turn that into something positive or something that I could actually have control over and doing and changing. Um, so I going to keep doing that and see if I can just network with people and learn new things, um, specifically about like policymaking and that sort of thing. Um, so I don't know where this is going to take me. Um, and yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it's good to do that. That thing that makes you a little bit uncomfortable once in a while. Like uh, you, you having this meeting, me going into the coffee aisle or the uh, the, uh, the the lady the the lady thing aisle, and uh, um, those are those are probably different. I I, I mean, my legs weren't weren't twitching when shaking. I had to buy when I had to buy. <laughs> I wasn't shaking when I had to buy pads. I was just yeah. just mildly uncomfortable, and not uncomfortable being in that aisle. I was uncomfortable getting the wrong thing, and then getting scolded, and then having to go back. That's what the uncomfortable oh was. But oh yeah, oh, yeah. oh the the horrid life no. I lived. Um, so <laughs> I'm I'm glad you did the the scary thing, and and the yeah. thing about that is the next time you decide to 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 do something like that it's going to be a little bit easier you're only only one leg so. will shake 
And, well, uh, yeah, and I think it was because it was so new and I was standing up to the person at the very top because there's uh -huh. nobody else above this person. So I think it was really scary because I've never done that because I'm a usual rock boat rocker uh -huh. at work, like in our preschool. I'm just kind of like, well, why? Well, what does less licensing say that? Because I've looked. Show me where. Like, I'm mm -hmm. very like, mm, are you sure? Like, um, so I'm I'm kind of used to that, like kind of like challenging or questioning rules and regulations. Um, and, but that was the first time that I did that to somebody who was like complete, who could have just said, you know what, this isn't working out, like yeah. just go. Yeah. Um, so it was definitely you took, it, took it to another level. Yeah, yeah, but oh. I, I totally recommend it. I mean, it felt good, <laughs> it felt so, good. Yeah. yeah. And but, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you, if you think about kids, a, a lot of the things that get labeled as behavior problems are really mm. kids engaging in versions of that, standing up to whoever has Themself. authority yeah. over them and, and pushing back yeah. and standing up for themselves a little bit. So uh, yeah. um, I, I, I think we should encourage that behavior, not only in early learning uh, staff, but in, in children as well. I, I like, uh, I like it when people stand up to authority and speak their minds. I think that's a good idea. And and you don't have to say it, but um, if that guy's making almost half a million dollars a year, um, he's he's overpaid. Oh, I'll show you in fingers. <laughs> don't say it out loud. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, he's he's overpaid. Um, the yeah. the the administrative uh, salaries in early learning and in education across the board are are way out of line. And uh, I mean, look, good for good for you if you're pulling in those checks, but uh, I don't think they're 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 earning them. But you know, whatever. That's just my opinion. I'm just a guy. And I internet. also think, yeah, and I also think that a lot of like. A lot of the families that we service mm -hmm. are like professional, you know, sure. adults, like doctors, lawyers, you name it. So I think it's funny that, well, not funny, funny that they don't know where their money is going and sad that they pay so much fucking money. It's like college tuition money for like preschool through eighth grade education and they might assume that because they give so much money that all of the teachers, preschool teachers included, must be paid very well. But in comparison to the like elementary teachers, we're not mm -hmm. like, and I, and I know that some families in the past have learned like the ex exact salaries of some of these teachers and they are just kind of like, well, where the fuck is my money going if you're not getting it? Yeah, and and it's it's just, yeah, like it's crazy. And well, I won't say crazy. It's it's wacky. Or it's, I don't know. It's just in I don't know. It, it's it absurd. Seems, it like, seems out of line. Yes. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I think this experience has taught me a lot. And I think it also gave me a, an opportunity to really like connect with people at work, not just as colleagues, but, but as individuals, because I think before I was very like, oh, I can't really connect with you because that would somehow go from my personal life to my work life. 
-hmm. But now I think I definitely turned that off. And like with my boss, I was really just able to connect with her, like just as another woman, you know, and as another mom, like, so it was really nice that this kind of shitty situation, like kind of brought me to something nice to just, you know, the people up at top might not truly care but I know that like my boss cares for all of us and she's a sweet and like just kind human being. Mm-hmm. And I also know that there's only so much that she can do sure. with her power. Sure. So I and, think, and even this, even this dude you have the meeting with, he's got a board and uh, yeah. all kinds yeah. of bullshit he has to deal with too. Not, yeah. not that's not that that's that not that's equal to his salary, but uh, he's got to <laughs> deal with that stuff too. So everybody's, everybody's got their own, their own baggage yeah. to deal with. Um, I'm glad that you you didn't um, walk out and quit. Um, I almost did, Jeff. Yeah, but I was. I, I, I yeah, well, I couldn't my, because I was like, well, what am I going to do with my kids? Like, I can't do that to my yeah, family because I get the I get the sense I don't know you really well, but I get the sense that you <laughs> you are a bit stubborn. I, would, yes. I, I think I think yeah. if we asked people that know you knew you much better than I do, they would they would think you were a little bit stubborn. Is that a yeah. is that a correct read? Probably. I, I don't want to say stubborn. Okay, persistent. Persistent. <laughs> well, of course, the stubborn people always say persistent. Um, I I am stubborn to the level I would have quit. Um, but I but I my husband was like, you just quit, just but, quit. Well, but I'm, and I was like, no. Yeah, you you did the right thing. I was thing. scared. I, yeah. yeah, no, that was that was the. I mean, that's the correct choice. You're, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's not the perfect job, but it's a, it's a good job. So, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad you stood up for yourself, and I'm glad you took time to to share with listeners about the journey. But before we wrap up, I gotta I gotta ask you another the other question. Um, what other things would you like to to have come on a cob? Because because you know we've got corn on the cob and that's great, but but uh, what other things would you eat uh, off of the cob? Are ribs already considered oh, on the cob? Sam and I talked about ribs the other day. <laughs> uh, that, that episode might have just came out this uh, this morning, but uh, yeah, ribs um, on the cob would be great. Sam doesn't like food touching her face, so she wouldn't be able to eat ribs on the cob. But I would be all about ribs on the cob. I was. Thinking, I think I would want like an ice cream sandwich on a cob. But then I would want to eat the cob, so I don't know. Oh, so just a bunch of ice cream, just just multiple ice cream sandwiches. Just I think that would be I think that'd be really good. Um, I was thinking chicken nuggets would be would be great for feeding kids. You just give them this mm-hmm. this giant cob of chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. I think that would be good. Um, grapes are almost when grapes are on their little grapey things. Oh, that's almost that's, on the cob. I've never eaten it like that. Your 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 husband doesn't just feed you grapes. No, he just holds my large um, leaf for a fan. Oh, that's nice. That's <laughs> nice. After after our day, our days day of work, he fans, fans you with a palm leaf. That's that's yes. good. Well, good, good. He's got to learn. He's got to earn his keep. Um, <laughs> hey, listeners, uh, this has been the Child Care Boundary Girl podcast. If you've got any questions, comments, concerns, you can hop over to myplayhaven.com. Uh, you got to register, but it takes a minute. The site isn't hard to navigate. If you can navigate Facebook, you can navigate the Playhaven site. Um, almost three dozen people hanging out there now, and not huge, but 
um, there's pretty cool people over there. Some of the, look, I'm not going to say they're the best listeners of this podcast, but uh, <laughs> there's, there's a, a lot of the best listeners of this podcast are, are making their presence known over there. So that's kind of cool. You can also join me for Child Care Bar and Grill Happy Hour, the fourth Tuesday of the month at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. You got to register. It's just a quick Zoom registration, but there is a link in the show notes. Any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Um, no. Sally, don't hate me. <laughs> She'll laugh. This has been the Child Care Bar and Grill. Back soon. Bye-bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.